Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. This is a kind of interesting one. We've had, you know, so many people on this show at night, particularly late at night, who have made lots of money from OnlyFans. And we've discussed the morality of sex work. And, you know, some people think it's okay. Other people are appalled by it. But we have pondered the impact of such work on the well-being of the worker. And I think we cover those topics. We generally, you know, when we do cover them, we have an image of who's involved. Without meaning to, I suppose, many of us really would imagine that sex work or escorts or prostitutes, as you might call it, or porn star, to be female, usually, and relatively young. But the fact is, just as people of all ages are having sex, people of all ages are making sex and making adult content. And adult content in this time in our history is probably one of the most lucrative businesses you can be in. And we've seen that with the money the guests that we've interviewed who are making thousands upon thousands on OnlyFans and online by just making a short video of them flashing their boobs or, you know, playing with toys naked or whatever it happens to be. Now, our next guest is no spring chicken. That would be fair to say. And she joins me. Caroline, better known as Granny V, joins me from the United Kingdom. Caroline, hi. Hello, Niall. How are you doing? Lovely to talk to you, Caroline. And to you, my dear. Now, Caroline, you know, you are a sex worker. um, And you also have a a Twitter account with thousands of followers where you put up explicit material and you sell explicit material. You're essentially a porn star as well. I'm assuming as an escort, you're a full-service escort, are you? It depends what you mean by full-service. Well, full-service means you, you know, because some people are escorts, but they just have dates. Uh, full-service, I assume, is just having sex. You you will have sex with people for money. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, but you're not 35, you're not 40. I'm certainly not, my darling, no. No, you're not 50. <laughs> you're not even 60. You're 70 no. years of age. I'm 71 now, darling. Oh, okay. 71. <laughs> and, no, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. There's a market for everything. There's somebody out there, you know, that's really, that's that, that's their bag. That's what they want. And there's a market for it, you know. Somebody who's attractive and 70 years of age and, and is willing to, you know, have sex with them. So, can I go back in time first and ask you when you started this? I only started it eight years ago. Okay, so it wasn't something you'd been doing all along because we often hear sex workers who've been doing it since, you know, the whole of their lives, so to speak. So, eight years ago. And what made you eight years ago go into it? The money? Um, yes, okay. basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you thought, I've got the assets, I can make the money. Well, I was... I was Swinging at the time. I was a swinger. Yeah. Um, meeting guys and going to clubs as a swinger and such like. And then some of the guys said to me, you should do escorting. You'd be good at it. And he said, let's, and they said, let's face it. It's no different, but you're just getting paid for it. Well, I was going to say, by swinging, you were essentially doing the same thing, but just doing it for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I thought, well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so he ob- um, he obviously had a good experience with you, by the way, whoever this guy was. Uh, well, there were a few of them, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the more people said it to me, the more I thought about it and thought, well, maybe I should. And does, does, does age come into it? Because here's the thing. We don't think of older people. It, it's, a, it's a really weird phenomenon that we never think of older people of having sex. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I'm 60 years of age and I, I have a wonderful, beautiful intimacy and intimate relationship with my wife. But we don't yeah. think like when we were young, when I was like 30 or 40, I would have never thought me man and dad were at 70. But they probably were. I'm sure they were, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, got, we kind of don't think of it. It's a bit awkward or something, isn't it? There's, why is that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I suppose it's because, you know, as you say, when you're young, people just assume that your parents don't have sex anymore and, you know, the older people, you get to a certain age and, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but I think now, because we're all living longer, you know, and, you know, 70 isn't regarded as old anymore. No. You know, it, it's the new 50, you know, and yeah. people live into their <laughs> 80s, 90s. So, you know, I want to keep going, you know, as long as I'm able. And are you? Um, in, and here's the thing, but are you enjoying it? Because I assume like any woman, you went through the menopause, you know, in your kind of early 50s or late 40s, where the libido kind of was, kind of disappeared a little bit and what have you. I'm, I don't know whether it came back again or you're on HRT or something, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, has the libido always been there? Do you actually enjoy it or are you just doing it for the money? Well, we need to kind of go back a bit because when I was very young, okay, I had sex, but I didn't enjoy it. And then I became a Christian and I didn't have sex for 40 years. Oh, so you were celibate? I was celibate because oh, I wasn't God. married and I belonged to a church where you weren't allowed to have sex outside of marriage. So not being married, no sex. But because I hadn't enjoyed it, the sex I had had, I didn't miss it, you know? So yeah. you, I, it, you just got on with your life. And then when I got to my 50s, I then, late 50s, I stopped being a Christian and that's when I kind of got into the swinging. So you were like an awakened and, woman. Yeah. Yeah. And I discovered, actually, that sex can be wonderful. There's, there's no could and, be about it. It is wonderful. Yeah, there's no could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, it's a bit like making up for lost time, really. <laughs> yeah, you, certainly, you certainly seem to be making up for lost time now, Caroline. And... <laughs> And your clients, the clients uh, and the people who want to watch your videos from your experience, are they young men or are they men of your own age or are they middle-aged men? I mean, what's what's your kind of demograph? They're all ages. Um, before, I, before I became a swinger, I actually got propositioned. I was 57 at the time, and I got propositioned by a guy that I knew, hadn't met. He was a 27-year-old rugby player. Oh, okay. And and I and I thought, what? And I hadn't had any relationship for years and whatever and hadn't been propositioned by anybody, let alone a 27-year-old rugby player. Um, so I thought, wow. So I joined this dating site. It was called Be Naughty. Yeah. And I was getting messages from guys as young as 18. And at the time... Um, I would say to them, being young enough to be my son is one thing. Being young enough to be my grandson <laughs> is just wrong on so many levels. <laughs> and they would all say, age is not just a number, babe. It's just a number. Yeah, yeah but a very important one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Particularly when there's a massive age gap. And do, exactly. Does it worry you that you're, I mean, do you see yourself in 10 years' time 
at 80 years of age, well, 81, at t- in 10 years' time, do you see yourself still doing this? Well, yes, because the, one of the reasons I got into it, I had thought about it for several years. One guy had taken some pictures and was going to set up a profile for me. Okay. And it just never happened, circumstances, you know, whatever. And then uh, I was talking to a friend, and we were both short of money, so that's how the money came into it. Yeah. And she said to me one day, you know, we need to think of something. Maybe we've got to sell our bodies, jokingly, yeah. at the time. Yeah. Uh, but then I saw a program about phone sex, and I thought it was hilarious. And I said to her, this is what we need to do. Well, we couldn't find out how to do it. And then this idea about the escorting came up. And I saw, I was mixed feelings because, you know, people have got this, these wrong ideas that um, escorts are prostitutes working on the streets, you know, for a pimp, with a pimp to, to feed their drug habit. Yeah. That is one side of sex work, yes. Then you've got the brothels, which is kind of halfway there. Yeah. So you've got them working in, in the brothels and not doing it for pimps, you know, earning their own money, but they're still, they're still not having got the freedom. So, and then you've got independent escorts like myself who work from home independently or from an apartment, from a hotel. They can see who they want, when they want, and whatever. Total freedom. And I'm assuming and you, you advertise online. You advertise on, for in, as yeah, an independent escort. Yeah, I belong escort. to a website for yeah. adult work, yeah. and that's where we all, you know, get yeah. our clients from. But then I saw this program on cha- on television. You were gonna you were gonna say on Channel Four. Escort. You were gonna say Channel Four probably was Channel Four. Go on, they show I anything. It might, it might have been. I can't remember yeah. actually. But but it's been on many times, and it was called My Granny the Escort. Okay. And there was there were three ladies there. Two were I think early sixties. This third lady was eighty six. Eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, bless her. Yeah. She was living in, she was a very well-spoken lady living in private sheltered accommodation and happily shagging young black guys. Right. Okay. That was her thing. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. 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 And I thought, oh my gosh, that wasn't quite what I was expecting, (laughs) but if she can do it, so can I. So... When you started first, was it a bit nerve-wracking? When you, well, no, it wasn't really, because you were already swinging and having sex with strangers anyway. So you were kind of used to that, weren't you? Well, yes, exactly. Although I used to meet... Oh, the, the guys that I used to meet through the swinging, we would meet for a drink or a coffee first. Okay. And then to decide whether or not, you know, we wanted to take it any further. Okay, a bit of a so warm-up, yeah. I did, <laughs> yeah, I did start off doing that with the clients because I was a little bit nervous about just having strangers turn up at my house, you know, as you would be. Yeah. Um, and so I did that for a while. But then after a while, you you know, they were all perfectly normal. I've never had any I was going to say guys. that. I was going to say, have you ever had any risky moments, like where somebody got a bit no. weirder? No. No, none at all. They have all been, they're all perfectly normal guys. Do you think they have a you bit know, more respect for you because in... you're a bit older, a bit wiser, that they might have a bit more respect for you? But I think um, that from other um, escorts that I talk to, you know, who are younger, they they find the same thing. Yeah. That, you know, they are normal guys. A lot of them businessmen. Some of them are over here from, on, you know, on business from other countries. They travel all over. Yeah. Um, 
you know, yes, the majority of them are married. Um, the, the, those that are, are, you know, they're a mixture of guys. They Maybe their, their partner, the wife, partner, whatever, doesn't want sex, hasn't want sex, wanted sex for years. So they've got three options, haven't they? They can either stay celibate, you know, yeah. not have sex for the rest of their lives, or they could go out and have an affair and ruin everything, or they can pay to come and see somebody like me. No strings, a, no strings no, attached. Yeah, no strings attached, no emotions, no commitment. You know, they come, they get there. Usually Pardon a the fantasy. <laughs> Sorry, yep, I couldn't yep. resist that. <laughs> usually a fantasy, and they do vary a lot in their fantasies. I was going to get. I'm, go, I'm coming fantasy. to that in a minute. I'm coming to the fantasies <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. So, and, and would you get? Would you and get return get visits? I mean, do, uh, sorry. Would you get return visits? Do you have any many regulars? Like, oh gosh, yes, yes, I've got my regulars. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, you know, oh, and so with regard to your earlier question, the youngest guy I've seen is twenty. Okay. And the oldest guy I think was about ninety-one. Ah, God bless him. Ninety-one. Could <laughs> did he get an erection at ninety-one? <laughs> did he what? Did he get an erection at ninety-one? Um. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not even with a bit of assistance. Okay, it was, so <laughs> it was a blowjob. It uh, was just a blowjob. Okay, so what's when you talk about the fantasy? So the guys that come, okay, the first fantasy clearly for some of the younger guys is to be with an older woman, right? But other fantasies, yeah. what's the weirdest things that people are asking you to do, and that you might uh, even say no to? We're after um, nine o'clock. You can tell us what it is. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the one I said no to was to suck a dog off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Right, okay. Well, strange well, people are there. It yeah. started off with, he was going to give me a thousand pounds to just wank the dog off. Was it his dog or your dog? No, it wasn't. It wasn't, his, wasn't mine, wasn't his. It was a lady that he knew in Birmingham who looked after her mother's dog. <laughs> God. There's some strange people in this world. The poor dog. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was a thousand pounds to to wank it off, and then it was how much would would you want to suck the dog off? Oh God! I'm assuming you told him to go and I, leave and see you now. Bye. Well, I said there was no amount of money in the world that you could give me to suck a dog off. I'm, oh, you know. And do you yeah, find when you so. mentioned that a lot of your clients are married, right? Do you find a lot of yeah. them are coming to you, not just because maybe their wives won't have sex, but they're coming to you because maybe the wives won't do or are interested in certain aspects of the sex that they're interested in? Yes, exactly. Mm. There's, you know, there's lots of things that, uh, or, or they might, they might want me to to play with their bum, you know, use strap-ons and yeah. stuff on them that, you know, that they don't do at home. And that their partner doesn't want to do at home, or maybe they're they afraid, or maybe they're afraid to ask their partner to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that as well. Mm. You know. Um, so, so yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing. Oh, well, then you get you get into the which is the other weird one, which is you get into the water sports. Oh God, yeah, right. Yeah. And and um, do you get much requests for that? Yeah. Oh, yes. That one's quite common. That one's and and do you that one is, do you oblige? Well, I always have to say to them, 
that I can't guarantee that I can do it within the time. <laughs> Unless you drink a lot of water first. <laughs> yeah, but even then, you can't, I cannot predict it. I no. can't, you know. No, I'm, no, I'm, no, I, yeah, you can't, I couldn't just do that on demand, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, your timing is not always right on that, on that situation. So how many clients, how many clients a night, Caroline, would you see? Or is it just a few a week or what? How many, how many do you go through? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, God, no, not at my age. Couldn't see that many. No. Where are you? The thing is, because I have another job, so it's, it's not, it's not my only job. Okay. So I, and because of my age, um, I generally wouldn't see more than three or four a week. Yeah. Okay. But th- I mean, that's all right. Cause I don't know what you, what do you, can I ask what you charge them? Yeah. It's 120 an hour. Okay. So that, that's not bad. So 120 sterling an hour, which is about 160 euro an hour. Um, okay. So, yeah. so you're pulling about 500 quid a week out of it. I could do. Yeah, sometimes yeah, I don't yeah. see anybody in a week. But, yeah. You know, I, Spend, I work yeah. it around my other job. Yeah, it's, you know. ho- it's your holiday money. <laughs> uh, well, put it this the, the two jobs, you see, they pay the mortgage. The yeah. thing is that I've got still got a mortgage. And so I've got to keep working until it's paid. I don't have any choice. But thankfully, I enjoy both my jobs. And what is your so, other job? You don't have to tell me where you work, but what, what do you do in your other job? It's a florist. Okay, and do, do your co-workers and people who know you, do they know what you do? Um, I don't actually work with anybody as a florist. I work from home. Oh, okay. So it's just me. Okay. But but my friends know what I do. And what, what do they think? Of it? Well, it, has anybody kind of had any bad negative things to say, or are they all quite positive and supportive? The, the only negative people are my family. Oh, okay. Yeah, my friends, my friends are great. It's a case of, well, I wouldn't do it, but as long as you're safe, you know, and uh, about it, you know, and you're happy doing it, then good luck to you. And what about what about like you know? your kids or grandkids? Do you have any? I don't have any. You see, this is the thing. Because okay. when I've done various things on, on online, and when you look on the comments, it says like, you know. What must her grandchildren think of her? Yeah. How is disgraceful? You know, yeah. how how could she do it? You know, I'd be so embarrassed if I was her granddaughter or grandson. Yeah. You know, so I say, well, that's okay, because I don't have any. Yes. I've never been married, so I don't have anybody to actually think about and consider okay. or discuss it with. Do you, have you any, do you have any siblings? Uh, do you have siblings with us? Yeah, they're the ones that... They're the ones that don't approve. No. Okay. Well, look. No. I mean, look, if they don't have a relationship with you because of that or they have a disagreement with you, well, that's their loss. You know what I mean? That's the you got to look at that. Absolutely. As, as I always say to people, I it doesn't bother me. You know, we've never been close. I know what they think of them and that's what they think of me. And that was even before I started doing this. Yeah. So, um, so it's even worse now, and they don't want anything to do with me, which is fine because I don't want anything to do with them. And you're not—they're a... too miserable cows, you know. <laughs> and I don't want. And you're not in a relationship, like Caroline. You're not in a relationship with anybody. No, no, I have a few. I have a few friends, few male friends, who would who would love to have a relationship with me, but it's the reason why I've never been married. I haven't found anybody I wanted to spend the next month with, let alone the rest of my life. 
But do you, like, would you have, do you have like a soulmate or maybe that you bring away on holidays with you or you might head away on holidays with? Um, have I been, I don't know, when was the last time I went on a holiday? I can't remember. Ah, Caroline, no, I mean, you need to enjoy your life as well. Well, I know. The last time I had a holiday, I went to Turkey to get my teeth done. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have the turkey teeth. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I got the good. I got the good turkey teeth. No, I used to go. I used to go away with female friends. Okay. Um, been a good. You know, and, when I go and do away. you get? I mean, I I'm not, I don't want to make any disparaging remarks. Okay, and I want to be very very honest with you. But obviously, at seventy, look, I'm sixty. I know what it's like as you get older. You slow down a bit. You don't have the energy you used to have. You know, when you were twenty or thirty years of age. Although I think I'm reasonably energetic for my Absolutely. age. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. and things like arthritis and bad backs. And, you know, even now when I go to tie my shoelace, I'm like, oh. Anyway, do you find like, you know, that because you're obviously sex is your work and you're doing it quite a lot. You know, is it more difficult for you? You imagine at an older age, is there going to come a time soon where it's just going to get very tiring for you? Well, it is. I mean, it is tiring, I have to say, which is why I don't see that many, that many clients. Unfortunate. In that I'm pretty pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, the old yeah. No, I'm looking at a picture of you there. Now. I'm looking at a picture of you there. A very complimentary <laughs> picture, and you're looking very healthy, of course, for seventy years of age. I wouldn't put you exactly. day over sixty. Thank you very much, darling. And that's what everybody says to me is that I don't look my age. I don't act my age, and you know I can I can give it. I can do a good shag and a good blowjob. But that's you that's know, really what it's all about for these clients. That's all they want, isn't yeah, it, really? It's only for an hour, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not it's not rampant sex, you know. The majority of them, funnily enough, it's not so much the sex that they miss, it's actually the closeness. They they want what they call a girlfriend experience, which is kissing, cuddling, maybe a touching, massage. You know, it's it's not just coming in, having a good shag, and then going off again. I'm looking at some of the so, texts coming in, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, right? And I'm really enjoying yeah. our conversation, can I just say, by the way. But there's a lot of negative texts, right? And I'm sure you're used to that. You you know, you get some Oh, absolutely. Negative. Yeah. You know, I, I like people are talking about what about her family. We've discussed that already. Somebody says here, ask yeah. her, ask, ask how her mental health is or her morals. She has family, etc. Is she married, living on her own? Is she afraid of STDs from Sarah? So, like, the, the kind of negative. By the way, are you afraid of STDs? Do you, do you ever get worried about that? Or is that something you I was going to say, shall we, shall we cover that bit? Yeah. Because I do get, I have had comments online like that. One particular guy sort of just assumed that every sex worker would always have STIs. Yeah. Why? Why would you even think that? I mean, I'm sorry to your listeners, but if if any of your listeners think that. Um, escort sex workers don't value their health, then they need to get educated. Okay, can I give you a little statistic here? And when we covered this going back about four or five years ago, when we were talking about new legislation that was being brought into Ireland, which banned sex work or the sale of sex, right? And at the time, obviously I had to do a little bit of research onto it. So we were looking up all the stats. You are more likely to get an STD from having a one-night stand with a girl you meet in a bar than you are from a sex worker. 
because sex Absolutely. workers are very conscious of the facts of STDs, so they get checked on a regular basis. If they are having sex without condoms, most don't. Um, they're having sex without condoms, so you are less likely to get an STD from a, an escort. Now, I'm not talking about a woman walking the streets. I'm talking about you know no. independent escorts that work from their homes or whatever else. So this idea that all yeah. escorts are walking STDs is complete utter nonsense. Um, so you don't I, have to even defend yourself on that one. And Sarah was wrong to even to think about that. But, yeah, I know. I mean, absolutely. I mean, the important thing is that we value our health. And we get asked on the website, we get the question, will you do bareback? And the majority of escorts, I'm generally polite, but a lot of the escorts will say, ask me that again and you're blocked. Because it's, you know, you're stupid. As you say, you could get, you're more likely to get one on a one-night stand than you are from an escort because the vast majority of escorts will use condoms mm-hmm. every time without fail, Yeah, you know. Um, and if you get asked, it's no. Simple. And yeah. it's a case of I value my health, don't you value yours? And then the other thing is, is that we get tested regularly yeah, just in case. You know, what, what is the what I is the law? Oh yeah, what's the law in the United give Kingdom? Give a Sorry, sorry, sorry for interrupting sorry. you. Go ahead about you were talking about you know oral sex without a condom. Yeah, so I'll do I'll do that, and and the clinics will say to us, you shouldn't even do that. Mm. Well, I d- I don't take the cum in my mouth. Oh, okay. I never take the cum in my mouth, mm. so that vastly re- re- reduces okay. the, the chance of getting in getting one that way. Fair you enough. know, there is a very minute risk, but, you know, it is very small. I love, your, I love your bluntness. I love your bluntness, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, why? There's a text here, somebody says, why do we care so much about adults paying for sex? Okay, so, I mean, this comes down to morals, doesn't it? So we all have different morals. Nobody is forced to have yeah. the same morals as somebody else. So, but why do you think people care so much? And by the way, primarily the negative comments that you're getting. Now, there is positive comments. Can somebody says fair play to her? Well done. I hope I'm at her age as well. <laughs> somebody here. But why is it the negative comments are primarily from women? What's that about? Yes. Yes. They always, I mean, uh, when I first did the documentary and it was on um, Facebook, um, I found that the majority of the negative comments, funnily enough, were coming from evangelic american evangelical trump supporters right and they were really vile bitchy judgment judgmental and you know it's water off a duck's back back to me and i usually take them on and go back with a you know with a jibe a sarky comment or whatever yeah um and and it always it baffles me why these people who are supposed to have these very high morals. I mean, Christian doesn't even come into them. I mean, their attitude, you know, um, to, to people in general, you know, you couldn't put them in the, the realm of Christianity at all, yeah. you know, because um, they're just vile, horrible people. Okay, well, look, but... I, have, I have three minutes here, so I have two more questions that people have sent in. Somebody okay. said, can she give oh, them, right. what's the best sex tip that she has? All right, so I suppose, now this is from a woman. So I'm assuming it's how to please your man. So the best sex tip she has. Well, a good blowjob. Keep any man happy, will it? it? Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, the, 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 they all say to me, I'm the best. Well, 
you know, I couldn't possibly comment on that. Mm. But I have developed this very, you know, and, and a lot of them just want the blowjob. Uh, by the way, do you ever get lads come to you and they just want to sit and chat to you? Yeah, sorry? Do you ever get, like, guys that come to you, pay you, and they only just want to sit and talk? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it can be anything. It can be can be anything from just chatting, um, you know, right the way through to sex. But actually, probably mm, not, maybe 60% want the actual penetrative sex. Okay. The rest, are, the rest are happy with everything before that. Yeah, yeah, the foreplay. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, and, and somebody else. They, somebody... they want to satisfy me, actually, as well. Yeah. It isn't all about me satisfying them. They, yeah, they, want, they, like they want the whole kind of girlfriend experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, you know, they want to lick my pussy. They want to use my toys on me. They want me to use my toys on them. You know, it's, it's all just fun. Okay, and somebody oh, else, yeah. somebody else texts in and says, "Does she? God, does she have any? I'm in trouble tomorrow. Does she have any more traditional granny hobbies? Like, do you do embroidery? I suppose I don't know what granny. <laughs> I don't know what grannies do, Caroline. What do grannies do? Do you have any traditional granny? Like, do you go for afternoon tea and have a dance with old men in halls?" <laughs> Please, come on. I'm only asking. That's what they're asking me. They're just texting in, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, yes, if I I love the theatre, you know. Um, I love travel, you know, those kind of things. But yeah. no, I don't have time for knitting or embroidery or tea dancing. <laughs> I can't dance anyway, so that wouldn't well, The only dancing <laughs> you do is under the sheets. All right. But look, Caroline, it's been really lovely talking to you. And and if people want to find you, they, they can go on Twitter. You go under the name of Granny yeah. V. So it's Granny V. No, and, I, go ahead. I'm Busty Granny. I'm Busty Granny on Twitter. Oh, Busty Granny. Busty Granny on Twitter. Busty okay. Granny, at Busty Granny. Okay. Yeah, and, and where else can they find yeah. you if they want to? Because you do videos too, of course, that you sell as well. I, well, yes. Well, I do. I, I mean, I do the videos, and they're on adultwork.com, which is so. Yeah. I, I make videos and put them on there. I do webcam. Um, I sell my dirty knickers. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, God. Keep <laughs> you them. You can find me on X Hamster, <laughs> you know, and all the other porn sites on mature.nl. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm out there. Yes, you've a good little business on, going, um, operating there, YouTube, selling dirty knickers and all sorts of things. Yep. Yeah, tell it, yeah, Lad Bible. Go on on YouTube on Lad Bible, and I did a an honesty box where their subscribers ask ask me loads of questions. So okay. you can find out a lot more about me on there. Okay, so and, and oh, and it, by the way, just yeah. just to let you know, I forgot to mention. I'm actually Irish. Oh, there you <laughs> go. We should be proud of you, so. <laughs> Absolutely. My mother was from Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, okay. So, so here's the situation. They go on to, uh, would it be best just to go to Google and put in Granny V? Would that be the best way to find you? You put in Caroline V. Okay, Caroline V. Okay, okay. Yeah, which is B-double-E. Okay. Listen, it's been a pleasure yeah. talking to you, Caroline. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. All right, thank you very much indeed for joining us. What a wonderful, honest, very honest and blunt woman. But there you go. Now, now. real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.